Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hello, welcome. Uh, Louise Crooks, and um, I am your host today, and and I'm excited to um, have uh, my guest uh, today. Let me tell you a little bit about our episode today. So Nicola is um, an expert coach, um, a relationship coach, and she's a leading authority on how to save your marriage um, she's an international best-selling author, author with four books and has been featured on ABC, CBC, NBC, Fox News Network, Huffington Post, and Wall Street Select. So she's really um, you know, had a lot of uh, exposure around what she's doing. She works with individuals from all over the world to transform their marital situation as well as with couples to restore the love, passion, respect, and happiness. She also, um, if if the if you choose to go down the divorce route, really loves to support children in um, going through that that uh, process, so that they come out of the other side still feeling whole, happy, and um, able to continue uh, life in productive ways. And um, she is a real boon to parents who are going through that kind of experience. You can learn more um, about Nicola at SaveMyMarriage.com and PurePeaceCoaching.com. And in this episode of a three-part series of Dealing with a Marriage Crisis, Choosing Your Pathway to Happiness, we'll really explore that difficult question couples often face of, should I stay or should I go? Yeah, that is a tough question. Um, And there's so many people who stay in that in the midst of that feeling or question um, not knowing how to move forward or what to do so many factors contribute to why a couple stay together when they are deeply unhappy and we're going to take some opportunity today to highlight when it's a, it's time to make a decision how to make that difficult decision and what to do based on that decision The good news is that many marital situations are salvageable and can lead to thriving and happy marriages with the right support. Isn't that a relief? I'm sure it must be for many of you who are listening to this. And how do you know what to do and when? So we'll be discussing the mistakes undecided folks who stay in limbo inadvertently make and how to determine if their marriage can be saved. This is a life-changing topic. Yes, it is. So I hope you can join us today. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> All right. And we'll just dive into the topic. So I just want to say welcome. Great. Well, I'm really pleased to be here. Thank you. Great. So I, I talked about our episode today, Nicola, which is uh, should I stay or should I go making decisions in a struggling marriage. And um um, so I'm, I'm excited to, to dive in 
and just learn a little bit about you first, Nicola. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, those who are listening would really love to hear a little bit. So do you want to just share, um, you know, what it is that you do? Absolutely. So I help individuals either single-handedly or couples to save their marriage. And if divorce has already been decided and that is the path that they, they go down, then I help them to help them themselves get through it because obviously divorce can be a very stressful and painful time, especially for children. So part of that is about how to minimise the pain for children so that everybody comes out thriving once they've gone through the, the initial loss. And then unique to, to what I do is there are many people, which is the topic of what we're going to be talking about today, that are unsure whether they want to save the marriage or whether they want to end the relationship and, and, and get divorced, and they're stuck in this limbo. So for them, I guide them for, for them to discover for themselves what it is they, they really want and start taking action around it rather than being in that stuck state. Yes. It's um it's uh I can imagine, uh, Nicola, that that is a fairly common thing. Um and that many people stay together for perhaps the wrong reasons. You know, they think they're doing the right thing but in fact it's it can be more damaging in some ways. I I know from my own experience that um you know, living in a, a, a marriage, my parents' marriage, you know, as a young youngster that, um, you know, it seemed like they were at war, you know, uh, for a good part of my, um, you know, my formative years. And it was a very painful place to be in, you know, to be living in that. Um, don't think uh, parents often understand the energy that they create in a, ha- in a home and how that can... Um, you know, uh, transfer to, to the children, and so you know, so much impact that can happen. So I'm really excited that we're talking about this topic today. Yeah, absolutely, and that's how I got started. Yeah, so my, I mean, my parents, from as soon as I can remember, they never ever got on. There was always tension when they weren't at each other's throat. You know, they they weren't ever comfortable around each other. I never saw them hug. I never saw them show any affection. Yeah. So I grew up in a household where they were always shouting and there was always tension. Yeah. And then eventually they they did divorce. And unfortunately, that the stress and the tension and the arguing between them didn't stop. Wow. There, there still wasn't any peace at home. There was still tension. And I didn't really know what love was because. Mm. They, they weren't any role model for love, and mm-hmm. my dad left, and then my mum, because of the stress of raising five children on her own, and we didn't have much money, she was also very aggressive, stressed, didn't have time for us, as you can imagine, raising five children on your own. So I, I was really, you know, shocked when I started um, dating in my own relationship how little I knew about love, about making relationships work, and that's how I decided to do what I do now to help wow. people either get make divorce not as stressful or as painful as it was for me and my brothers and sisters, or to to actually create more love in the home because I believe that everything starts from the home. If we have a happy, loving home environment where mm. you feel comfortable going home, 
skills that we have outside of our home, so the work first, traffic first, the constant bombardment by nuclear with new information. Mm. Uh, we need to have somewhere safe and relaxing to recuperate and, and, and have that energy that we need for the rest of our life. It's, uh, it, it, you know, when I think about it, Nicola, you know, it's amazing how, um, you know, um, the effects of what parents create for, in a, in a, you know, inadvertently create in the ho- in the home for children and um, for themselves. You know, you talk about how um, things didn't really change after that. You know, there was still a lot of fighting and tension. It's almost like you know you're cr- you've created created this pattern of behaviour that just continues because you just don't know any other way. Um, and, you know, that is also then ingrained, you know, for the children to take on to, into their future lives, um, which is, is unfortunate. So, you know, um, managing this, first of all, you know, making that decision around divorce is so important and, and, and whether to stay together or not. And then also, you know, thinking about, you know, what you're role modeling to the children, what you're passing on to the children is, is so important. And I'll, I'll just share with you, uh, Nicola, that, um, you know, I knew, of course, that my, that my household was fraught with tension and shouting and, and unhappiness, but I didn't realize how it could be different. And I, when I left home, I actually moved in with a friend of mine's parents and her, um, her and, a friend of, and, and her parents and family for about um, six weeks. And... Um, it suddenly dawned on me when I was living in their home that this was a different way of being. You know, it was so much more peaceful and supportive and, you know, so completely different to the environment that I had been in. I was actually very thankful to have had that experience just to, just to realize how different it could be. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you. Pretty crazy. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, Nick, share a little bit more about your your background and, and, you know, you shared how you came to to do this work, but, you know, if you want to share a little bit more, I would be, and I'm sure the listeners would also be very interested to hear more. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it started from really the divorce of my parents, Mm. and I realized, I knew, always knew that um, having gone through that having felt alone and depressed and yeah. lost, I always wanted to help um, people or be in some kind of counselling and, and coaching role. Mm. And I wasn't sure when I um, decided to set up the business a long time ago what area I wanted to focus on. Mm-hmm. And I went back to the UK and I became certified in grief and loss. Yeah. And when I was doing that, they on the first day they have you chart all of the losses of your life. You know, at age 33, the, the biggest loss in my life was still my, my parents' divorce and everything that happened as a, as a result of the way it was handled wow. and the pain. And yeah. uh, I just kept, I came back to Dubai and then I just kept having people struggling with divorce. Women that were, wanted to rebuild a new life, men who, um, you know, they, they didn't realize that the divorce was going to happen and they were in a complete shock and so um, and all the children suffering it as well and I decided that this is 
Um, do I love them or not? What is love? Um, am I in love with them or not in love with them? Mm-hmm. Are they right to me? You know, this is how people get really stuck yeah. in relationships. And yeah. that is exactly what has happened through my relationship history. Yeah. And perhaps knowing that and knowing that the only way to get out of difficult places within relationships and in other areas of life is that all about actions. You have to um, be in touch with your own intuition, both getting in touch with what, what drives you, what's important to you, looking at healing within the body, mm. you know, where are you holding different emotions in the body, and, and, and getting into action. That's how you're going to change your life. That's how you're going to feel empowered and positive. Get out of the mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, in terms of um, creating a, a, a peaceful loving home you know i know you're very passionate about that particularly with uh, children because you want to say anything about that i mean i think children suffer a lot when it comes to the changes that happen in divorce because it's so much to take take on mm. it's not just okay mum or dad may be moving out it's a case of often they can change schools the routine changes and Children like everything to be kept the same, and so it can be a huge loss for them. So I'm really passionate about helping parents to minimise this stress, yeah. to know what to do, to know how to tell children, to know how to support them through the, the, the initial transition, and then how to co-parent effectively again, because even if you've gone through a divorce and you're not, um, you know, it was painful or stressful and mm-hmm. you were arguing over the finances and the custody. Yeah. You need to be able to get on uh, for the children because Absolutely. the children don't want to be put in the middle. And unfortunately, my parents made a lot of mistakes. I, I, I really hope to educate parents to, to not do that for their children. Yeah. And now I'm grateful for those mistakes because I can then help support more people. And these are things just like, discussing finances in front of children. Mm-hmm. My mum always used to say to us, the dad doesn't love you because he's not giving you any money. Wow. He's uh, not giving us any money. Mm-hmm. So I really associated love with money. Wow. I thought, oh, money means no love. Mm-hmm. And so then I, when I was dating in my 20s, mm-hmm. I, I still had this belief in, this, in my head that wow. oh, someone says on you, they, they love you, and if they don't, they don't love you, which is obviously... whether to stay in or leave a, a struggling marriage. Um, 
So why is it important for people to get out of a marriage or a relationship? It doesn't you don't have to be married, you know, so many people aren't these days, but have a, a marriage like relationship. You know, how why is it important for people to actually get out of that limbo, Nika? Let's let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And show your partner that you're 
loving them and respecting them by working on it. Yeah. So the children, if you do have children, that this is what a loving relationship is. You give when you don't want to give. And you mentioned a great thing there about not when, when you don't want to give in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, on the other hand, you decide to leave, well, at least then, if that is an option for you, you've got, you can focus on creating a new life and you can free your partner to be with someone that really wants to be with them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had I had a friend of mine who ended up getting divorced. She she didn't want to, but he was uh, cheating on her, and then they got divorced. He was basically moving on to the new relationship, and um, you know she had a lot of um, turmoil around the, the 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 relationship breaking up. But in essence, you know the recognition that you don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Uh, for one thing, and secondly, you know, it gives you a chance to get on with your life, you know, to move forward rather than be, you know, existing in this relationship that actually doesn't support you in any way. So, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Then I trust myself that I'm going to be strong 
myself to get out of a bad situation when I get the warning signs or I get that intuition. Mm. I start, start to love myself enough that if something, if I am disappointed, then I'm, I'm going to be able to get through it. I'm going to give myself love. I'm going to give myself proper care and, and help. So it's really focusing on the trust that you have in you. Yeah. And uh, um, giving yourself time to heal. I mean, if you're in that space at the moment where you're feeling that relationships are not worth it and they're going to drain you emotionally and financially, as, as that um, listener mentioned, then mm-hmm. that's not the right mindset to be going into a relationship yeah. because you're going to be attracting that to you. Yeah. And once you let go of that resentment and let, let go of that hurt, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be able to attract and be in a different vibration to attract someone better in with you. And that's why I always believe giving time for healing mm-hmm. and everyone's journey is different mm-hmm. uh, before you, you, you look at any relationship again if, you, if you're feeling like the way you are. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because he, you know, the implication here is that he's just shut himself down to having a relationship at all, um, yeah. which is is quite sad. He says here, um, I'm assuming it's a he, because um, the, the the name is un- unusual. He says, my parents were never married, but my mum left my father when I was five, and they kept getting back together, splitting up, back together, a cycle that I'm sick of, and, and a lot of money and time being wasted along the way. He says, common sense goes out the window and I prefer my freedom and a free, uncounted head so I can make rational decisions. So it's interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I think, I think we all go through that sometimes when we, go, when we break up with someone mm-hmm. and we think, well, or, or you know, for, for that listener when they've gone through that with their parents where we think, well, no. Yeah. But then after a while, we see other couples having great relationships mm-hmm. and go through certain processes don't we you know um to get to where we're going um yeah. so nicola what what are some of the big biggest mistakes you see undecided couples actually making that's a really good question i think it's it's there's a few things that we they make and um it, it, it comes from the information that we're told in society on how to deal with relationships uh it's really just mistakes and there's three three main ones, and they come from the advice that was given in society to make, um, you know, that, that with, with relationships, so the bad relationship advice that we get. So one of the things that people will be told is not to think about it and to distract yourself, to keep yourself busy. And so what people do is, you know, that it's terrible advice. People think, well, I can't really stop this thought. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And so they, they fall into the trap of either overeating, oversleeping, overdrinking, overspending, or, or getting into any kind of unhealthy temporary obsession to try and block out their thinking. And of course, all that does do is gives you another problem to deal with. It mm-hmm. doesn't ever resolve the issue. Um, yeah. Another bad advice that, uh, and one of the major mistakes that I see is when people lay, weigh up a list of the pros and cons, yeah. write a list of positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that just doesn't work. Just weighing up the pros and cons 
situation. It doesn't help the relationship if you're focusing on all the negative things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help you in your life if you're you know, writing and weighing up all the negative things, and it can cause people to, to stay stuck. Yeah. Also, um, it's impossible. How on earth can you compare being in a relationship to compare to not being in a relationship that's completely unknown? You cannot compare yeah. something that's known you're saying, Nicola, is that you can do things to 
reignite that um, that relationship and that experience together. You know, I think that's probably why a lot of people don't take any steps. They think, oh, they'll give it time. And as you said, time doesn't do anything if you're not taking action around things because you're just doing the same things over and over. Sitting in that and, and just allowing it to be the way that it is isn't going to actually do anything. So I'm really glad that you brought that up, um, Nico, that, that you have to take steps to to, to reignite or, or find that love again. And sometimes we just need support to do that. You know, we can't do it on our own. If we haven't done it, chances are we're not going to do it. <laughs> um, do you have any examples, uh, you know, of, of experiences you've had with clients, um, you know, people, you know, that you, you've been in contact with, Nicola, that sort of speaks to some of the issues we've talked about so far? Okay. 
about, because I've, I've seen it, I've had mm-hmm. the privilege of seeing it, mm-hmm. but um, it's obviously if someone's completely shut down, then um, the other person can sometimes transform, is it? Not always. Yeah. So would you say that, that it's true, Nicola, that one, you know, even if a couple didn't come to you, but one of the couple you know, one part of the couple, you know, came to you to, to work on their themselves, do you think that they could have an influence on their relationship? Um, actually, 40% of the people that have joined the online Save My Marriage program join on their own. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and quite often uh, their staff might join them later once they see the results and see them changing. Wow. So, mm-hmm. We make the, as a person in a relationship, you make up 50% of the relationship. Right. But if you've got the right intent, the right motivation, mm-hmm. the right attitude, if you're giving and you're you're showing love and it's just radiating mm-hmm. love, energy, passion, it's impossible for the other person not to change. Yeah. It's like the butterfly effect, isn't it? You know, it, it, one change is going to make a, a, a ripple effect in the world. And so if you're able to do that for yourself, you know, in your relationship, you know, it's impossible. With every action, there's a reaction, um, you know, if we look at it from a scientific perspective. So it makes total sense what you're saying, Nicola. Um, and I'm guessing that, you know, people don't see the opportunity um, you know, if the other per, uh, the other part of the couple doesn't see the opportunity and wants to push that person away even further, chances are it means that they aren't really willing to come, you know, to work on the relationship themselves. And you know, that's a sign in itself that it's time to go down the divorce route anyway. Yeah, uh, I think you can. Um, you don't want to push someone. Um, no. Sometimes the people will say you know, they're trying to force their, their partner into having marriage counselling mm-hmm. and, and doing things like that and I think the best thing you can do is if you want to save your marriage is start a programme on your own mm-hmm. rather than Work yourself. something they don't want to do. Yeah. You must find, um, uh, Nicola, that uh, people who, um, who are in the situation where you know, the only choice they have is to work on themselves are often thinking, but it's not them, it's the other person. What would you say to that? I, I would say that even if you do believe that it's them, not you, mm-hmm. you know, we have to take some responsibility, even yeah. if it's just 5 or 10%. Mm-hmm. And if it is them, if you just work on that 5 or 10%, it still can have a huge impact. Wow, that's, uh, that's very because, interesting. Because, I mean, it's not just
making that sort of relationship, that's how you'll know. But yeah. definitely, you know, having gone through painful years myself of trying to analyse everything, that definitely does not work. Doing nothing and thinking, thinking won't make your relationship any better or give you any more clarity. Yes, I think that's really a good thing to to share there. So um, probably would be a good time, Nicola, just to let people know where you, we can find you. Um, I know it's on the um, the show profile too, but do you want to share where people can find you just to make sure that whoever's listening gets that piece before we jump on to the next question? Sure. So I have uh, two websites. Mm-hmm. So the Save the Marriage Program is www.savemymarriageprogram.com. The, the one that is helping people to get clear or if they're feeling unsure or help their children through divorce is purepeacecoaching.com. Great. Awesome. Okay, so purepeacecoaching.com. Beautiful. Yes. And on both websites, there are free resources that you can download to help you with, with your situation, whether that's the seven secrets to saving your marriage, the quiz to know can your marriage be saved, or an ebook to help people going through divorce. Yeah, great. That's very valuable. And I know you've got a quiz as well. Do you want to tell them about the quiz that they can do? Sure. So the quiz is a Can My Marriage Be Saved quiz. So it covers 30 of the most common marriage problems that people face. And then an answer about a description about what you can do if you're facing about whether your relationship can be saved or not. Yeah, okay, awesome. So where can they go to, to get that, Nicola? So that's at um, savemymarriageprogram.com. And um, do, you want me, do you want me to give you the extra little link that takes them straight to the quiz? Or should yeah, I... that'll be great, yeah. Okay, so savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash quiz to forward slash. So I'll say that again. Save my marriage program dot com forward slash quiz dash two forward slash. So that's where you can find that free quiz to just see where you are um in your marriage. Um okay great. Thanks for that Nicola. So okay. yeah, so what can stop someone from actually making the decision? I think that's important because I'm sure that happens a lot. Yeah, I, I would say the very thing that keeps people stuck and, and for making that decision is fear. Mm-hmm. And it can be really paralyzing. So people can fear working on the marriage because they, they're, they're scared of being hurt, they're scared of being taken as people, uh, they, they don't want to feel um, abandoned or they're, they're scared of being vulnerable. Or sometimes they're scared to actually work on it, to admit their faults, to admit blame. And there's often, when it comes to working on a marriage, a fear of disappointment of it not working mm-hmm. or a fear of disappointment that they, you know, they, they may disappoint their partner and they don't want to. So, um, so then, and then there's also fears for being in the relationship as well, for, for leaving the relationship that keeps mm-hmm. people from staying in an unhappy, unsupportive environment. And that can be the fear of hurting children, the fear of regretting the decision, the fear of loneliness, and will they cope on their own? Mm-hmm. And there's often a 
associated with it a fear of failure, you know, looking yeah. like a failure and that shame that can be associated with a separation or divorce that people have. Yeah. And what you really need to do is to, to get comfortable with your fears, to work through the fears, to reduce mm -hmm. them, and that's how you can be free of it. But unless you do that, if you just stay with your fears, mm. then it can, it can be very paralyzing. Um, yeah, another thing that stops people from making the decision is the resentment. They may love their partner and they really want to make the relationship work, but they get so angry all the time mm -hmm. that as soon as you want to make a decision to work on the marriage and to, to do something, they, they just get stopped by their anger or their jealousy. Mm -hmm. And resentment can block it. Yeah. And then the other thing that I see stops people from making decisions is if they are actually going through a bit of a difficult time in their life in general. Often mm -hmm. if they're feeling depressed, if they've lost their parents, mm -hmm. uh, having you know a midlife crisis, as some they often self-diagnose that to me, yeah. where they they're so unsure about what direction they're going in life, or they're feeling down and not themselves, that they just don't make to work on the relationship or to leave the relationship. Mm -hmm. They just stay and shut down, yeah. kind of withdrawn mode. I'm sure that must be quite common, being shut down like that. Yeah, there's lots, lots to sift through there, isn't it? Or sift through there, you know, and, and, and people really have to have courage, I think, to take that step to, um, you know, um, reach out for support because it, it must be, it must feel very vulnerable when they when they do that, Nicola. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's creating a, a safe, comfortable environment where you, we can look at the fears mm -hmm. and look at any resentment and work on that on an individual level. Mm -hmm. And it's empowering. It's empowering when you do that. It's it's very empowering because it's horrible to be stuck. Whilst it's painful and it does take um, you know some some energy and some courage to, to do that, the alternative of living in the, the exhausted state of uncertainty, many find a lot worse and they get to that point where they say, you know what, I'm going to come and I'm going to get support and I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. Like anything's better than this as it is right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... Can you share a little bit about, um, you know, what you offer to potential clients, you know, at the moment, you know, who are in that moment right now where they're struggling to decide, you know, whether or not to save their marriage? What What would you recommend, you know, if, if someone approached you to do that, and and how could they how could they approach you if they wanted to explore this, Nicola? Sure. So it's a process that I go through with with individuals. Mm. Uh, that's if they're not taking the online program, right? Yes, yeah, so if, they, if, they, if they're so undecided that they're not ready to take the, the Save My Marriage online program, mm -hmm. and they, they're, they're in that stuck state, they don't even know, then I have kind of a, an assessment I go through with individuals. Mm -hmm. What's gone wrong in their relationship? What do they want their relationship to be like? We do an assessment of their needs and what is important to them most in, in a relationship, what makes them happy. And then they can look and they can say, well, I need these five top things to make me happy in a relationship. Is it possible for me to get it in my current relationship? 
are, then they're not going to be happy. We also look at the individual dreams and are their individual dreams and are their relationship and marriage dreams, are they going to be able to achieve them in the current relationship mm -hmm. without demanding the other person to change significantly? Yeah. Is, is it possible? Yeah. And also look at what are the fears there that are stopping them from making a decision? Mm. And what is the resentment? And I really love clearing resentment because I believe once we clear a lot of these emotions, we can see and make decisions a lot more clearly. Yeah. And sometimes it's than people saying that I know I must leave. I'm thankful. I'm not scared of being alone anymore. I'm not scared about the children anymore. I'm mm -hmm. not scared about the finances now, Nicola, because I've, we've gone through it and I'm ready to leave. I should have left five yeah. years ago. And then other people, they say, wow, doing this assessment, I've realized that my partner's doing nearly everything that I really want in a relationship, mm -hmm. and I just need to let go of this old thing, this old past hurt. Mm -hmm. And once we've worked on that, they feel free and they feel liberated and want to work on the relationship. Wow. So, Sounds like there's yeah. so much potential there. It's just about really, you know, diving in and honing in on that those one, those few things that are stopping them from leading a full life and marriage. Um, yeah. Once they identify those those things, um, and I think when you're trying to, you're just in your own head about it. You you know you're not necessarily going to uncover those things. You know, so again, it's that you know, you know, leaving it to time or trying to figure it out on your own. If you haven't been able to figure it out on your own at, up to this point, then, you know, is that going to change? <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. And, and it's one-to-one -one sessions that's completely private and confidential. Mm -hmm. so sometimes um, men and women will say to me, do, you, do I have to tell my spouse about it? Mm -hmm. And I say, this is for you. This is an investment of you to get out of that stuck, depressed state that you're in. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's, a, it's an individual program, this one. That's great. Um, so, Nicola, I know you have a, a fabulous um, podcast um, that I'm sure folks would like to um, find out about, you know, just to even listen to some of the episodes that you've done and will do, you know, around this topic. So do you want to share a little bit about that and how they can find that? Yeah, absolutely. So... I've been I'm now making podcasts for, I think, close to two years now. Wow. And two years. Yeah. Goodness me. So if you go to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or SoundCloud and put in Nicola Beer, then uh, several shows will come up. I have Divorce Talk, mm -hmm. which talks about uh, being in this stuck state, talks about fears, talks about um, how to save marriage as well. Mm -hmm. And then I have a, 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 another podcast show purely focused on relationship-saving strategies, mm -hmm. and that is called um, How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. But if you type in my name in the search engine, mm -hmm. then you can have a listen to both and, and see which episodes resonate for you. Great. That's awesome, Nicola. I'm sure there must be so, many, so much um, wonderful uh, um, tips and um, information for people there. So I just want to just um, make sure people know how to spell the your uh, your last name, Nicola. So B E E R, just like the the drink. Just like beer. The drink, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, 
Any examples you want to share of, of experiences you've had, Nicola, before we get to your, um, you know, wrapping up the show with your, your uh, pearl of wisdom? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, there's been lots of experiences where couples have literally been on this shutdown mode, in limbo mode, for a long time. So I'm talking sometimes couples come after a year, and sometimes they literally have said it's been over 10 years, so they yeah. just haven't communicated. And then it's only when the divorce word is threatened yeah. that they say, or oh, no, do we really want to get divorced or not? Mm-hmm. And, I, uh, and I was working with Tina and Dave, mm-hmm. and they had been seven years without any intimacy, seven years without any communication, mm-hmm. apart from the day-to-day logistics of finances and children. Yeah. And literally, when they started both committing to the relationship, when they both said, we're going to focus on this mm-hmm. and start working on it, mm-hmm. they, they, they managed to change things literally within four weeks. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Because they made it their focus. They said, mm-hmm. right. I'm going to make you important. Let's get to know each other again. Mm-hmm. Let's go activities together every weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's not ever, you know, they they ban text messaging, so yeah. they have to call each other. Mm-hmm. And it just really rebuilt the relationship. And then they both, mm-hmm. they worked, worked, worked with me to, to really let go of that resentment. Yeah. I had them make this every single thing they were resenting on a paper. Yeah. And then what their part was it. Children, 
and let me know if I'm if I'm right on this one. You know, the children can be an excuse not to do anything. Stay, just stay, stay in the, the marriage and wait. Yeah. Okay, sometimes they'll, they'll wait until the children are 16. Yeah. That's no way to live. I mean, no way to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So much to this, and and I can see how powerful the work must be, Nicholas, for you, for your clients. You know, for the things that you do with them and support them with. So you know, sounds like really um, amazing work that you're doing in the world. So I just want to acknowledge you for that. It's it's really powerful. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, and thank you so much for being on on the show today. Um, I just want to let everyone know that this is part of a three-part episode and it's called How to Save a Marriage, Avoid Divorce and Be Happy Again. So we'll actually get into more detail around what the steps would be to um, take those steps of saving a marriage um, and be happy again as we've talked about a little bit today. And then uh, we'll be discussing how to protect children through divorce and overcome co-parenting challenges. So that's a, a big one too. And we've talked a lot about the um, impact it can have on children in divorce. And you know, just sadly, even seeing how the young gentleman um, on our chat was sharing how it's impacted him to the point where he doesn't even want to consider relationships. You know, um, just shows you how much um, impact can that you know the relationship can have if you're not actually paying attention to um, the fallout of your own um, relationship with someone. Um, so I'm excited for us to to cover that, and it's wonderful again, Nicola, that you've made that a big focus of your business too. You know of the work that you do to to really support kids, you know, in 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 situations like that. So. Thank you, thank you so much for being here today, Nicola. Um, it was a great conversation, and I want to thank all our listeners for being here as well. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Have a great rest of your day, and talk to you again very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion, and happiness.